Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Hey there, welcome to The Sportive. I'm John Martheller, Star Tribune soccer columnist John Martheller. I decided to do a straight-laced introduction this week. I was proud of myself. Across the table from me is Randball Stu. Hey, uh, Steve Newman, manager of Words, Surly Brewing Company. And Twinkie Town and Twink- staff writer. Twinkie What's your Town. Title? Senior columnist. Um, let's, I think, contributing editor. Contributing senior contributing editor. editor, I think. Senior contributing, senior White House correspondent. Lie teller. Stu Newman. <laughs> Failed joke launcher. Uh... Etc. and so forth and what? Not. By the minor <laughs> ambient noise in the background, you can probably tell that we're it's early again this mm-hmm. week. Uh, Brandon's not here because all his children have the plague. Um, pneumonia, I think, is what right. the actual one is. So, and Clarence isn't here because Clarence doesn't go to things in Minneapolis. No. But he's but also, also he's uh, he's uh, he's not in. Um, he's at a remote location. Yeah, we can't we, reveal exactly can't where reveal he is it. because it's, the police us, report will trust probably us that it's hilarious. That's really all we can tell you right now. It is amazing, especially if you know Clarence in person. Yes, it's even exactly. more amazing. So, uh, John, we, let's we, talk puck. We, yeah, we're going to talk hockey. We're going to talk. We're going to talk MLS salaries. We're going to talk probably the Byron Buxton update. Yeah. But first, Stu, first I want to talk about the NFL draft. <laughs> all right. Your 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 purple your purple warriors don't have a pick in <laughs> the first don't. round. They don't. And why is that? Uh, Sam Bradford. Right. Brad Sanford. Um, who was actually, you know, pretty pretty good, but uh, yeah, he was fine. It didn't really matter in the long run, and now you don't have a first round pick, right? And in a year that you desperately need one, absolutely, since your offensive line is just paper mache. Their offensive line is garbage. I'm I'm pre furious. We we love to get pre furious on this mm-hmm. podcast, exactly. But which I, is why we're at Surly. I'm <laughs> I am pre furious about the fawning articles written about Riley Reef mm-hmm. and. Um, the other guy, Alex Wimmers. No, <laughs> yeah. what's his name? Mike Al- Wimmers. Mike Wimmers. Mike Wimmers. Alex- Mike, Mike Zimmer. Mike, no, he's the Mike coach. Remmers. Mike Rammers. Yes. Okay. Alex no. Wimmers. Yeah, Alex Wimmers, tackle. Minnesota twin. Mike Fetters, former Minnesota twin <laughs> relief pitcher who was about three hundred fifty pounds. <laughs> oh, I remember right. Mike Fetters was my spirit animal man. He actually he, he hid like substances in his jowls. Right. That he would doctor the. <laughs> he always had M and M's, and they would still get jowls. hit out of the park. But no, it's Mike Remmers. Is Mike Remmers, and he's the new. Khalil, or is that? Yeah, he's the new Khalil, and and, and Riley Reed is, is the new, the new Andre Smith. Yes, they're both the tackles. new Phil Lodeholt. Yeah, so yeah, I it, think that's right. Regardless, yeah. the thing to know is that Reef is terrible. He's a mediocrity. Mm-hmm. So is Wimmers, Zimmer, Fetters, mm-hmm. Remmers, Remmers. So is Remmers. Yes, Alex Boone is mediocre. Really, the only good lineman they have is Joe Berger. Mm-hmm. So what they should do is draft an offensive lineman with their first pick. Yes, what, they do. The, what they are going to do, 
This is this is my theory. Oh no! What what I think they're going to do? I think Rick Spielman is going to give up half his draft mm-hmm. to trade into the mid first round and draft a running back, which is a position the Vikings desperately do not need. No, they signed Latavius Murray, who's actually. I mean, I, mean, I know he his um, like the stats that you know your your he's, football he's outsiders. Fine. He's fine. He's absolutely for for the team that they're going to be next year. He's absolutely fine. He's a rich man, Jarek McKinnon. Exactly. He got a lot of touchdowns last year. He was great for fantasy last year. Right. Yeah. Latavius Murray was on your fantasy team, and you he loved was great. Him. He had like twelve touchdowns, and like six of them were over you know forty yards. Yeah, but I mean, he's your guy. He's your fantasy guy. He's not like. Um, He's not like a David Johnson type or uh, Ezekiel Elliott type. He's just uh, he's a guy, better than what they had last year, but still just sort of a guy who's a little better than a guy, and that's what they need there. And even if they don't draft an offensive lineman, the other thing they could really use is a defensive tackle mm-hmm. because it turns out Sharif Floyd was not kidding. His surgery was conducted by Doctor Nick. Yeah, and so he he he. I think he's walking. I don't Maybe. have the full report on Sharif Floyd. Yeah, I mean, we know we know that Zimmer's still upset at him for you know not playing through a crippling you know injury, yes. but you know that's right. I, we, we can say that when you know Clarence isn't here. So, <laughs> um, but yeah, I, it's just, it sucks for him. I mean, yeah, it's terrible for Sharif Floyd, but it's also terrible. For it's him. also terrible for the Vikings because now that's another position they got to sweat right. in this draft. But more than anything, they need an offensive lineman, and they need a good one. Yep, they probably mm-hmm. need five. Yeah. And it's going to be I really said hard. Last year, they needed to draft five offensive linemen. Yep. Yep. I think and they you know, I think I think we'll say Alex Boone is fine, and he's, he's not good. He's not good, but he's. I mean, but he's not awful. Exactly. He's like he's currently what Hector Santiago is he's right only now. <laughs> and when he's mediocre, yeah. that means he's one of the Vikings' best, best offensive, offensive linemen. linemen. Yeah. And, and Joe Berger is probably good for a half of one. Yeah. So I think they Joe are. Joe Berger is good. I, I like think him. I think you can charitably say they need three and a half linemen. Right. Um, you, if you're more pessimistic, like you, they, probably, yeah. <laughs> they need like five. Me. But yeah, it's and then the second round, you're probably not gonna. If you you might be able to get a guard because right. that's the less the least of the positions, but it's still really really hard. And I don't. I mean, I'm, I have not been following too much draft talk this year just because they're not in the first round. I don't know that many. I know the players I know about. I know about because they were in the news section of the right, sports section exactly. for Not punch the, for punching women, etc. Everybody and so knows forth. Joe Mixon, yeah, because that, he likes to beat on women. Yeah, and that's also a guy that I mean, I, whether it's fair or not, his name has been attached to the Vikings many times, and I don't understand why. And we know that the Vikings were at Oklahoma's pro day. So we know that they've at least seen Mixon. To be, to be fair, if the Vikings weren't at Oklahoma's Pro Day, that yeah. would be an indictment of their scouting. Yeah. Because it's like, this is an I have no idea if they team. actually met with Mixon or his agent at the time. They probably did. So, yeah, I don't it know. It sounds like a Rick Spielman thing to do. Exactly. I mean, and it doesn't. it's not necessarily wrong to do it, to just take the tires on the whole Oklahoma thing. But Yeah. Anybody but Mixon. Yeah, that's I, all I, 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 yeah, that's really all I care about is that they don't draft him. I feel him. bad enough about liking the Vikings yeah. with their horrible public budget-killing stadium <laughs> and their player-killing tactics and their racketeering owner. I feel bad enough about the whole franchise. I'm Googling my email Without to see if Shirley is a sponsor of the Vikings and if I can send <laughs> um, No, it's, yeah, it's... And then there's, um, was it Ridley from Florida who might, who had also been projected? I, I don't know who Ridley there was is. another one who was allegedly not, knocked out a woman's tooth. Oh, really? And I want to say he's a nose tackle. 
who would have been or an interior lineman who had also been attached to the Vikings. Well, that's wonderful. And we'll just say Ridley, but you know that could have just been because I watched Aliens the other day. So uh, we're going to say his name is Derek Ridley. Yeah, let's say Derek Ridley. Uh, no Derek Ridley Florida, sounds like a, a white possession receiver. Yes, I in know he's on Florida. So. All right, that's about it. And I, I, that's I know, our draft preview. I, yeah, yeah. Well, it's because I listened to Access Vikings like an hour before we did, recorded this, <laughs> so that's how I know about it. Thanks, Matt Vensel. Anyway, Matt. And so, on sidebar on that, um, Matt Vensel, at least once every two podcasts, mentions Clarence Swamptown. <laughs> Swamptown is in his head almost as much as he's in Brandon's head, which is amazing because Vensel's like the you know the beat writer. For a major metropolitan newspaper, Matt Vensel has an actual for the job most popular with actual team work in to town. Um, so he's probably like the biggest beat reporter in town, and you know, Clarence is in his head. It's insane. <laughs> I don't know how he does it. It's amazing to me. He just worms your way it his is. way into people's head. He just gets Vensel. He gets you. Mike Russo, Michael Rand. He is Kevin Spacey in seven. It's he just absolutely, he's absolutely a mastermind. Ugh. Clarence, we miss you. It's been like twelve podcasts. It since has Clarence been. Was it's on. Like four, at least four, like legitimately, like five, four or five, right? Yeah, we miss we miss I mean, you very I mean, much. Clarence is listening. Again, to this. this isn't a lie. There's no like you know tumult in the uh, sportive uh, podcast family. It's just Clarence yeah, we're is, bad at planning, not fighting. <laughs> Clarence is really busy with his job and his seventeen kids, and you know that's and writing speeches for Senator Franken. Right. I mean, that's a lot of work for anybody. It's a lot of work for everybody. So. All right, that's the NFL draft. That's all we got to say about yep. the NFL so, draft. Yep, draft just, a lineman or get out of here. Yeah, and don't draft a wife. Rick Spielman will we screw this up. That's all we ask. He Please. will screw this up. Yes. Uh, I have probably. no yeah. confidence. Yeah. It's, it's, it's not unlikely. Yes. Okay. All right. Wild season. Topic. Wild season's over. Okay. Um, How much? Here's my question. Bruce Boudreau had a, had a good quote where he, after the series was over where he said, they weren't the better team, but they won four games, mm-hmm. which was absolutely true. The Wild... It's, we're it's, pretty uh, much dominant in the possession yes. numbers, dominant Every, in the yeah. shot numbers. Should have won, except Jake Allen played out of his mind in the mm-hmm. wild, had a number of things that went wrong. Mm-hmm. Dubnik didn't play bad. It's just Allen played amazing. Mm-hmm. How much does that bother you? As Mr. Puck, as a hockey fan, it feels like every series is a coin flip. And in a lot of ways, it sort of is. Chicago was the best mm-hmm. team in the league in the, in the regular season. Mm-hmm. The they got preds. swept by Nashville. Yeah. Nashville was not very good. My Preds. Your Preds. Who I didn't know the name of two weeks ago yep. when we recorded here. Uh, swept Chica- Chicago. And, and we discussed that there was no chance that, right. you know, the Chicago is going to take out Minnesota if Minnesota got past St. Louis. Right. And now it's St. Louis versus Nashville in a battle of two teams nobody gives a shit about. <laughs> right. Um, what it doesn't, you know, maybe... 10, 15 years ago, if I was in full hockey trolling mode, I'd say this completely invalidates the sport, that your one seeds can't beat your eight seeds. But, you know, it's the, it's the nature of the goddamn game. That's why getting in, in, into the playoffs is so important. It's just you can do these type of things. Whereas in the NBA, it is rare. I mean, people still talk about the Mutombo Nuggets taking out the Seattle Supersonics you in look 95. At like, you look at, like, the Utah versus the Clippers series. Yeah. I think Utah's up 3-2 to two right now. And you yeah. look at it and go, why? Yeah. Why? Why are you even done? Somebody for Why don't you just forfeit Los Angeles? Yeah. Neither of you beaten Golden State. It's mm-hmm. not happening. Mm-hmm. Just be done. Be done for the year. You yeah. had a good run. I guess it's exciting. You play game six, play game seven. That's fine. Mm-hmm. But let's get on to the part where Golden State plays a team that has a chance of beating them. I think if you love the sport, it just doesn't matter. You just enjoy the right. game for whatever. It's, it's like, okay, if you love baseball, it drives you nuts that umpires are horrible at everything they do. 
They do, and they're but, bad people. Exactly. But do you stop watching just because no, of absolutely, the, absolutely bad strike zone? No, you don't. Baseball you, is, in many ways, the worst sport to watch. Okay, football pass interference. Again, we're, we're, I don't mean to keep harping on referees since this is a different thing, but football pass interference right. would, in a better world, probably cause people to quit watching just because it's so poorly yep. called. It's so... Just, it's even worse in college football. Exactly. It's just it's it's unfathomable, and I'm trying to think of a good like like you know play, way to compare it to the the goalie syndrome. But um, it, it, there really isn't. But yeah, I mean the people who love it are gonna still love it. The people who want to find a reason to you know talk shit about hockey will say, well, you know, get a hot goaltender, finish you know 35 and 40, and you'll win the Stanley Cup every year. Yeah, it's funny you mentioned baseball. Nothing makes me matter than the lack of a pitch clock in Major League Baseball. Mm-hmm. It's ridiculous. The games take three and a half hours to play. Oh, my God. It's its terrible to watch. And I would go to 120 baseball games this summer mm-hmm. if I didn't have a job and a yeah. family. I, If you care, it doesn't really matter. Right. So for people who are actual hockey fans, mm-hmm. none of them are going to be swayed by any arguments about a coin no. flip or it's just fun to watch. Right. They're still going to watch it. For... I, I don't particularly care because all the games are already on TV and there are actual people that there's ways to see the games. I don't care what other people think of hockey, mm-hmm. but from a neutral standpoint, it's got to just sort of be like, well, what do I, why it's do I shoot. watch any game yeah. if Nashville's going to beat Chicago in the playoffs and then Chicago's not going to be around? What what does anything matter? It's like it's like nihilism. In These men are nihilists, form. Donnie. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, say what you will about the National Basketball Association. At least it's an ethos. <laughs> um, yeah, I, that's. I don't. I, again, I. I just think it's you know. You're gonna like it if you like it. You're not gonna like it. This will be a good reason to not like it if you don't already. If you're predisposed right. to not liking it, this and again, yeah, it's. And, again, maybe my answer would have been different. But, I mean, I've really enjoyed watching hockey the last couple of years, even though. Because you're Mr. Puck. Just, I'm Mr. Puck, and, you know. You would watch it You would watch it if there, it wasn't even on TV. If you're the only person in the building, so, so their current, still be Their there. current TV contract is what we're discussing. Right, right? exactly. Okay. Um, so who's the favorite now? Oh, geez, I don't know. Probably Washington. They got yeah. past Toronto. Mm-hmm. They were the. They were the best team in the regular season, but mm-hmm. they always find a way to choke. So. Yeah. So I I assume they'll lose their I assume they'll lose in the semi conference semifinals, and it'll probably be in a game seven, and Bruce Boudreau will probably be blamed for it somehow. Yeah, and it wasn't just I mean it wasn't just the Blackhawks and the um, Wild who another top team lost as well, right? Yeah, but I can't remember, I can't remember who either. Exactly. But yeah, there's like one, two, and four. Was it Montreal? Out. Yeah, I want to say the, it was Montreal. The were three. I mean, and they didn't exactly. It wasn't a cakewalk for them at all. So right, they they actually got a fairly decent series out of Toronto, yeah. which. Most most people just sort of expected Toronto to roll over and play dead because yeah, they weren't very not good. Their, it's not their yeah, that's not their time yet. Although they got what's his name, Austin Matthews. Austin Matthews, Stu. I feel like you're learning I'm something really every learning week. A lot here, you're learning the name of one player every week. Um, I'm going to get some hockey cards and I'm going to bring you one new card every time we do this. If we could uh, circle back to the Boudreaux comment, um, he was absolutely right to say it, and I mean it's supported by all the statistical measures you care to point out. That the Wild were statistically the better team the whole series, um, but it sounds weird coming out of somebody from the locker room as opposed to right. a stats guy. Right. It sounds different coming from Boost Boudreaux than it does coming from Aaron Gleeman. 
Um, well, no, just, and this isn't a slam on Aaron or anything, but it just it's it sounds almost. I don't want to. It does sound kind of petty coming from Boudreaux. I'm sure it does. I don't. I, I feel like a couple of people noted it in passing, but I don't feel like it blew up into this thing. No, or it didn't. Like everyone, like the I mean, minute that goal went in the net, everyone like went on with their Saturday. Like, God damn it! Yep. And then they went on with their Saturday. So. Yep. We were having a birthday party for my wife, so I didn't even yep. see the game. Yep. So yeah, it was just you know whatever. So yep. Everybody expected them to lose, and then they did. And then they did. Yep. And they went. <laughs> Mike Yo swept them in the playoffs at home. That's the most Mikey O thing. That's just amazing. Uh, I guess I'm rooting against the Predator, rooting for the Predators now. Now that we know the name of their team. Yes, and they're horrible colors. Yeah, and they're mustard (laughs) yellow and black. Vanderbilt's club team. (laughs) They just, they just are the grossest. Vanderbilt's club team would not be caught dead in those uniforms. That's true. They have some sense of style there. They have some. Our our Commodores have a sense of style that the Predators simply do not have. but yeah, it, it, it just I, and I noticed that, that it just sounds. Even though I agree with Boudreaux, it just sounds different coming from you know somebody who's on the team. It sounds like sour grapes, and yes, I mean, and it, it's not fair. But that's just the way of the world. Is that if right. you, if you pretty much you know fall on your fucking face in the first round of the playoffs, and it sounds like an excuse, even if it's accurate. And I, I, I'm not saying it's fair. I'm just saying that's. That's what it sounded like to Mr. Puck. Looking forward, they're not they're gonna be old. They already were an old team mm-hmm. and they're gonna be stop me if you don't understand the passage of time, but they're <laughs> gonna be even older next year. So that on that's a downside, but they're not set up poorly for next year. They got some decisions to make. They've got the expansion draft coming up, mm-hmm. which uh, it seems like it seems like they're going to lose a decent player of some kind. Mm-hmm. I, I I think I read today they can protect seven forwards and three defensemen and a mm-hmm. goaltender or something like that, and then they'll lose someone. So odds are, if they can, they'll make a they'll make some kind of trade. To, okay, I'm going to ask you for some help now. Okay. Who's the expansion team? Las Vegas, the Las Vegas Golden or possibly Black Knights. I think it's the Golden Knights. Sorry, I, I I had the the Raiders in my head. I thought I was like yep. I thought it was Las. It's Vegas, the Los Angeles Raiders that are unbelievable. <laughs> I think it would be it, maybe it would be fun if NFL teams also owned hockey teams. Maybe that's what we should do. <laughs> Just make a bunch like of in Germany. The, you know, Bayern Munich has a basketball team, and mm-hmm. all these they have handball teams and stuff. Why not just have it all centralized in one spot? Forget having all these other organizations. Just the Minnesota Vikings hockey club. <laughs> And then when Stu stands up at a hockey game and screams, "Go Vikings!" It'll it'll make sense. It'll make total sense. They're That's what of, we they're need. part of the team. Um, let's Stu, see. Um, Stu, do you want to say some good things about what you're eating here? I actually, I, um, yeah, we, I have, we have food here. Yeah, go to Hell Gleeman in the Geek. We're eating while we're we eating podcast. Food on, while we podcast because the fans love us that much. Nice tap room tour, you jackals. Uh, we're having the hog frites, which we had last time we were here, and John just about cried. I will never not have them when I come here. And I actually tried a new thing on the menu. It's the uh, ricotta ganocchi, or nochi, or ganachi, or naki. Or noki. Um, we don't know how to pronounce that word. But, yeah, it's just ridiculous. It's just smothered in, like, chives and garlic and shallots and parmesan. and. You should have seen the smile on Stu's face yeah. when he took the first bite of ricotta, mm-hmm. ricotta. Ganache, Ganache, let's call Ganache. the whole thing off. Yeah, yeah. it's yeah, it's. Uh, we make some good food here. I'm not being a shill. We make some really good food. Yeah, here. I, I, I'm against shilling generally, but Stu can say any good things he wants to about the surly food because it's amazing. 
We had a couple things last time. We had one thing this day. It's just mm-hmm. it's delicious here. So mm-hmm. Stu Stu says get mm-hmm. the get the ricotta. ricotta with our Minch, which is our uh, Kolsch beer, which I oh, talked yeah, about the last Minch. podcast. So we may talk about that later. So. Yes. Um, so yeah, is that hockey talk for? Uh, yeah, I, we put the season like to bed. Say, they're gonna they're gonna lose Darcy Kemper in the off season. Oh, and is uh, do we know is Eric Stahl alive? Eric Stahl is alive and well. I did not see the hit until the next day. How did he not die? I don't know. He, he went full speed he head for yeah. I mean that should have been like you know. I mean this, I don't, I don't want to make light of it, but won't, Bill Masterson. Yeah, I mean does that should have been the next one? I mean he had he went in head first into the boards defenseless, and it just. I was like, God. Basically, he was going 30 miles an hour and tripped yeah. over the goaltender yep. and flew headfirst into the yeah, board. Yeah, there was no malice involved or anything. It just... Had he skated the length of the rink and dived into the boards, it wouldn't have been any more devastating. Exactly. I mean, yeah, he was just out. I mean, and then he skated, and he skated off. I mean, with, with assistance and looked like he had had 17, you know, whiskey Cokes, but... Yeah. Uh, and again, not to make light of it, because it was no, it was incredibly crazy. terrifying. It was, it was, yeah, it was, I, I can't even imagine if I had been... In the stadium or in the arena watching that, I would have just been, Jesus Christ. They, they, I would have just walked over to Eagle Street Grill and gotten... <laughs> the, article that, the article that Mike Russo wrote said that mm-hmm. when his wife met him down in the bowels of the arena or whatever, the first thing Stahl said was, uh, sorry, which is the right thing to say to your wife after you've almost died in front of a national <laughs> televised audience. It's... Ugh. Ugh. Yeah, sports um, oh, are the worst, and yeah, no they're one absolutely watch the worst. So one quick thing is: is Hansel back next year, or Hansel? He's a free agent. Okay. He he said all the right things about oh, I really liked it. I want to be back. Blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. But they're not gonna they're not gonna pay him what he wants. Okay. He wants a long term deal. He wants a decent amount of money. The Wild don't have a ton of cap flexibility. Mm-hmm. The Canadian dollar is not doing very well anymore. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. the salary cap is not going up very much. They don't have a ton of space. They've got a couple of guys they need to sign. Yeah. So. Hansel's not coming back. Okay. I, I I think they'd love to have him back if he'd be willing to take a take they the cut. Eric Stahl contract of three years, nine million, or whatever they gave Stahl. But they're not going to sign him to seven years, seven million a year, or something like that. They just don't have the flexibility. Okay. Uh, Koivu's coming off the books after next year, so that'll give them a little more flexibility after this year or next after year? next year. So they got one more year of water skiing. Well, one Nico. more year of oh, he's having Sorry, the best leadership. Year. Sorry, year one more life. year of leadership. Uh, before Miko Koivu was the captain, the Wild played seven seasons mm-hmm. and won two playoff series. Mm-hmm. Since he's been the captain, they played eight seasons and won two playoff series. So good captain, Miko. We, we call that leadership. That's that's good leadership. Right now, there's hockey. There's hockey guys composing screeds about Koivu's Corsi Corsi four or whatever, and we don't want to hear it. We don't want to hear it, hockey guys. Okay. He sucks, and you're not going to. Are you, subtwe- not are you subtweeting Hans right yeah. now? Or, okay. uh, no, not Hans. Hans is the baseball guy. Now. I know, I, I know, can't... but he still pays attention. Yeah, he, yeah, probably. He straps on his wooden skates, that poor or, guy. or shoes, or whatever. Not all of us in life have gotten called out by Keith Hernandez for doing something good. <laughs> Hans, we like the baseball reference redesign, and Keith yes. Hernandez can go to hell. Yeah, Keith, just ask Keith about the cocaine issues in the '80s, and then that'll <laughs> shut him down right quick. Just put it on his page. Exactly. Put it right under his name. <laughs> Put his nickname as Keith Cocaine Hernandez. As he tried to snort the third base line in the NLCS in 1986. No. Yeah, exactly. Take that, Keith Hernandez. Supportive Podcast has called you out. Yes. Are you watching the NBA playoffs? Um, hit or miss. Anything? Are you just looking forward to Golden State playing Cleveland? Pretty much, point? yeah. I, yeah, I mean, all. I don't see any other. I mean, although, it did, I mean, 
Stranger things have happened where the, the, the matchup you want has, like, you know, we were all waiting for Golden, A- Golden State to play uh, San Antonio last year. Right. And it didn't happen. So. I think it'd be hilarious. Right now, all I'm hoping is that Chicago beats Boston. That would, be, first that round, would be hilarious. Because that would be hilarious. Chicago hates basketball, hates each other. Mm-hmm. Just an hates Fred Hoiberg. Of the hatred. nicest guy in the world. They all hate Fred Hoiberg. They all despise him. <laughs> and then they won the first two games. So. Yeah, so who knows? I think we can all hope for Chicago to beat Boston because that yeah. would be. Amazingly Ideal. hilarious. But, but, I mean, I've from the little. I've, I mean, I know that Russell Westbrook is out. Yep, he scored fifty points. He scored a game. fifty points a game on about a hundred shots. But I mean, who else is going to take him for Oklahoma right. State? They got nobody. They, yeah, everyone else. All the really good players are stars for other teams now. <laughs> James Harden is yep. the guy. Is the guy who beat him, and Kevin Durant's going to win a title this year. So, I mean, poor probably. Russell Westbrook. Yeah. He can, so, yeah. he can be consoled by the MVP award. Yeah, he probably I mean, I, won't I, win. I, I don't get the arguments against him for MVP. There are no good arguments. They're all just like about, well, how come they're, uh, they got eliminated in the first? I mean, the guy did Oscar Robertson numbers. and Better than Oscar better, Robertson in a, numbers. In a league that has many more good players than Oscar Robertson went up against. And it told, it's an entirely different game. And that's basically the only way that team could win was by Russell Westbrook doing what he was doing. Right. So you Oscar Robertson played what, when, what else is he going to do? Exactly. Well, make the other guys around you. Okay, you make Steven Adams a good shooter. <laughs> you do that. What are you going to do, run over there and shoot for him? No, Jesus you're not going Christ. to. So, yeah, he's the MVP. Fuck off. Yep. He, he's, it's obvious to anyone who is paying attention and that, just, just, just trying to put a hot take attention. You just had to read a box score. Yeah. Just look down the numbers. Just the silliest numbers in the world. We're all about facts here. Exactly. So, so that's what I know about the NBA right now. All right. Um, I uh, this might be a part where you have to get up and just sort of walk away, like drop the mic, have some more Noki, just just let it go because I want to talk. Loaded up here. So. I want to talk MLS salaries. Please do. And your employer is in bed with Minnesota United FC. A There's proud sponsor. Proud sponsor. I, I see on the menu here that they the rising North Pale Ale mm-hmm. with the. I assume you get a Minnesota United temporary tattoo with everyone you order. We don't do temporary tattoos here. No, oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry for insulting you. Anyway, this week, um, the MLS Players Union, which, God love them. I, exists? I, it, it exists. It's, it's poor. There, there's no getting around the fact that the only players union that is less effective than the MLS Players Union is the NFL Players Union. But that's neither here nor there. I, I, I love this tradition. Twice a year, the MLS Players Union releases a list of everybody's salary, mm-hmm. the whole league salary, presumably collected from the players themselves mm-hmm. who have reported what they're getting paid. And I love it because Major League Soccer has always gone to great pains to not release any sort of financial detail of any kind. Like, mm-hmm. oh, this guy's coming over, but mm-hmm. we're not going to tell you how much he gets paid. We're not going to tell you. It was just this year that they started reporting, like, if... Two teams made a trade, and one of them traded money for the other player. They just this year started reporting how much money was part of the deal. Cool. It's just stupid things like that that seem obvious that MLS has always refused to do. So I love that the MLS Players Union is like, you know what? We're just going to tell everybody what we actually make. and. Mm -hmm. Come, it doesn't matter what the league says. We're just going to report these salaries so that everybody knows and has some actual information. And from a Minnesota United standpoint, they they came in with, I think, the third lowest payroll in the league, mm-hmm. which 
is somewhat to be expected. I, yeah. I don't. Atlanta was up on the up on the top end, I think, but mm. they're actually spending money on their team, whereas Minnesota United isn't. But the, please take that back. The hilarious thing about the salaries is that Minnesota United has one guy who's making more than about four hundred grand, and it's Vadim Demidov, who is no longer really playing with the team anymore. He's not making the not making the squads unless there's injuries mm-hmm. because he's going to go down as one of the worst MLS players of all time. <laughs> when there's when there's lists, there'll be a number of guys from 1996 when they started the league like in 30 days. It was like, "All right, we're going to we're going to get some guys and so the guys who had advantages were college coaches that actually knew some players." Mm-hmm. And it was like, all right, we're going to start 11 guys this week. Turns out nine of them never played soccer before. So we're going to release them from the team, and we'll have nine more guys. Mm-hmm. And we're just going to do this by sort of attrition. That was 1996. There's going to be a number of guys of those guys on the worst MLS players ever list. And then Vadim Demidov, <laughs> who was signed as the team captain. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. From Norway and then proved to be the worst defender in MLS history. And the fact that he's making more money than anybody on the team, he's making $550,000, which admittedly in the ranks of professional sports is not a lot of money, but the fact that he's on the high end, that they paid him the big bucks to come over here and suck out loud, is it's hilarious. There's no getting around it. It's a hilarious bit of incompetence from everyone involved. And as a bitter cynic, I love it. I love um, it very much. I will just like to address the fact that Vadim Devidoff um, sounds like, I'm trying to think of the best simile here. Vadim Devidoff sounds like somebody who sold arms. Or no, 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 wait, no, let's, take, let's rewind that here. Vadim Devidoff sounds like a diehard villain. Minor character no, in Grand no, Theft Auto. Rewind, rewind it back again. Uh, one of the bad James Bond movies, like when the Roger Moore period is ending. <laughs> like, no, Mr. Bond, the borscht is poison. <laughs> I'm Vadim Devidoff. Yeah. That's, that's what his name sounds like there. It took me a while to get there. I'm sorry I, had to, I'm sorry I had to do it on mic. That's the problem when you don't get to write out your jokes. You had to, <laughs> had you to had workshop it. You had to workshop, had to workshop that mic. joke live. But, uh, so, we got there at the end. We got it, was, there, it was good. God knows we got to the end, though. So Anyway, that was... That was hilarious okay. to me. Um, um, they're on the field play, though. They are has improved. They are I, in the undefeated in their last two games. They've gone. 
They've gone three halves without giving up a goal. Yeah, we had a minor uh, media controversy last Sunday um, because uh, one of the K-Fan guys was a... I actually, I went looking for this tweet or this comment. I saw people commenting on it. I saw people commenting on a K-Fan comment, but I don't know who said it or what they said. Who was Common Man's producer? It was Common Man? Not no, his producer. His producer. Who's his producer? I don't know. Oh, okay. What uh, did he say? Uh, he took a picture of the of, of the upper bowl. Okay. At the stadium uh, two hours before the game. And what said, point was he trying to make? Um, soccer's really taken off here in Minnesota because there's not fifty thousand people at every game. Yeah. At did he go, did he go for football games last year? Yeah, and I mean, Rand even said, "Is are you sure this is it's, a, it's before the game?" I. So and then I mean, he uh, yeah that's it's, fine yeah it's God why can't oh Brandon Molesky. Okay, I don't Tenaby, I believe is I don't know Brandon Molesky. I think that's wrong, yeah. but yeah, my my guess is the best case face you can put on it is that he was just trying to, uh, you know, you know, yank the tit of various soccer fans who are, uh, you know, they're, they're proud a of very their, yankable bunch. They are a very yankable bunch. However, it's I mean, if he's actually trying to make a serious point, they had 18,000 people at the game. They were super fucking loud. I watched the game on TV. Right. I did. I right. watched the game on TV because it was a nice Sunday afternoon with nothing going on. So, um, but I mean, still, it, they were loud. Eighteen thousand is a they fine were crowd for one. I mean, it was really loud, and you could hear the chance the whole. I mean, it wasn't like echoing through an empty Blaine Field. I mean, it was. There were never eighteen thousand people. It was a legitimate major league crowd, and I, when if they was, if they're actually trying to, I mean, that's just stupid. When they build the new stadium, that's going to be like nineteen thousand people. So I don't know what. I guess I mean, if you're expecting them to draw fifty thousand a game, I commend you for go having to Portland or Seattle or Vancouver. Go to yeah, there, then. but I, it's it's fine. I get what you're saying, Brandon Maleski, Maluski. What did we say? This is like the mispronunciation. But well, I was going to say this yeah. week, but it's every yeah, week. Every week, it's every yeah. week. I, I see what you're saying, but. It they're playing seemed, Colorado on a Sunday night. It's, yeah, it just seemed... The I, Twins I, don't I, draw a lot either. I, yeah, I was going to say, that I mean, probably was whatever. A, it was probably equal to the Twins we, game that day. So. We talked about it a little bit already, but... Yeah, it just seemed dopey to, to me. I, I used to be very angry about my favorite sport not being taken seriously by this media outlet or that media outlet. And eventually I thought about it, and as long as the game is on TV, mm-hmm. as long as I can watch the game, can go to the game, can consume the game in the way I want. Mm-hmm. I really don't care what anybody else thinks. Yeah, and I mean, I, it's just, it's, obviously that tweet doesn't get made if they're a corporate partner of the Minnesota United. Right. No For chance. example, if you went to the Twitter hashtag, or the Twitter handle, at Randball Stew, you wouldn't find a tweet like no, that. No, exactly, because I'm a complete corporate sellout. I'm just, I know where my bread is buttered. Um, right. But it's just, I don't know. And, and again, I mean... It's dumb. It's dumb. Yeah, exactly. It just it made it. It didn't work as a joke, and it sure didn't work as a serious point. Right. And I. I mean, I get it. I get teasing soccer fans. And there's somebody who grew up in the Ramball comment section going (laughs) soccer or hockey. I mean, God, that's so easy. It's 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 a a layup for a joke. But he just didn't. The joke didn't land. And if it was an actual serious point, it was dumb as hell. Right. And 
the, here's the thing, though. There is a serious point to be made about the marketing of the team and the attendance yeah. of the team. Yeah. And if that's what he was going An for, MLS I agree with him. I agree MLS with him has problems. I mean, I don't think anybody's going to you know, yeah. deny that. And MLS, for anybody who's currently, again, if there's a hockey slash soccer guy that's typing out a response about, oh, the attendance is higher than the NHL. Well, that's because the NHL plays in ice arenas <laughs> and MLS plays in larger stadiums. So your, your comments are not noted. Mm-hmm. Straw man, straw that I'm man arguing argument. against. But and I don't want to let this pass without saying, please tease soccer fans because it's yeah, hilarious when I, they get angry. As a soccer fan, as a person who gets angry, yes. please tease me about <laughs> please, soccer. Maybe a scarf joke, a good scarf, a joke. good scarf joke, or a never tifo goes wrong. joke, a tifo joke would be really good. I don't, I don't know what tifo actually means. Those still. like placards. I know and what stuff. tifo oh, is. Okay. Oh yeah, okay. But is, is it an Italian word? Um, I have no idea what it is. I, I, I have no idea what it means. I just know that I know what the object is they're talking about. Right. Doesn't mean like, say, do you bring a TIFO into the custody hearings when the court takes your kids away from you? I assume because you go to soccer games. Exhibit TIFO because you're always singing soccer songs and your wife left you with the kids. Do you bring that a was TIFO a Minnesota to United family commercial. court? So yeah, it's just it's. I don't know. Anyway, that was my point on that. Right. So. Uh, salary points. Do you have any other salary things? I can... um, it just seems insane. That's, you mentioned before we were recording, like their starting center fielder, center line holder person, is making sixty five thousand dollars. Yep. <laughs> so he's basically a middle manager. Yeah, Brent Coleman, who's who's start. I think he started about seven games in a row. Yeah. At center back is making sixty five thousand. He's a middle manager at Best Buy, and... <laughs> which is. It's amazing to me the number of guys. There, there's somebody else too. I, I can't remember who else is on that. That's like the minimum sixty-five thousand mm-hmm. dollar. You're not nineteen years old salary. Yeah, and just the fact, even their top end salaries. Demidov aside, yeah, the guy Christian Vadim. Ramirez, who yep. well known player, mm-hmm. making three hundred and fifty thousand. The mm-hmm. major league minimum salary, major league baseball, is like five hundred thousand. Yeah, it's. It's consistently best amazing. In, best union in sports, by the way. It's consistently amazing to me mm. that Major League Soccer is like the fifth biggest or fourth biggest, whatever. Mm. I'm not going to get into that argument. Yeah. Professional league in America, yeah. and still most of the guys in the, the average salary is like two hundred thousand dollars. It's insane. It's just, uh, I mean, I mean, I guess it's not insane given that it's right. It's the it's the fifth biggest team sport in America. It should probably have a smaller salary situation than the other four, but yeah. I mean, it's still, just to me, it seems like you know we're so used to. Oh, you got a full time job playing sports? Well, yeah, you must be rich. Thanks. <laughs> Good luck. Never. Work. But it's more like the WNBA, like a Lindsey Whalen who right. has to go play in Russia, right. in countries that don't even exist anymore. So yeah. I guess what I'm saying is, if you see Brent Coleman on the street, he just cut his hair. If you see Brent Coleman on the street, mm. give him ten dollars. Buy just him a beer. Open your wallet. Him and just give him whatever you have. Just, you know, take him in. Let's go into Five Guys, Brent. Exactly. Well, just we'll buy him lunch. Yeah, it's not, fine. The, not the big size ones. Just the small ones. The He's small amazing. Ones. He's from here. Yeah. He's one of the Colmans. Yep. There's a Million Coleman's. What well, is his sister? His sister Cassie Coleman mm-hmm. just set the the consecutive minutes played record in in the National Women's Soccer League. Stalwart, stalwart. Well, the good. Coleman's. I, I, I probably it'd probably make me depressed. To know how much the women's soccer team gets paid. What's that? Oh yeah, you would be depressed. It, the minimum salary. I think I think I'm right in saying this. <laughs> Either the minimum salary or the average salary is fifteen thousand dollars. <laughs> All the teams are sponsored by the Triangle Shirtwaist Factory. Exactly. 
<laughs> yes, it's there. There every year, players who are sort of on the fringes of their team mm-hmm. leave for not very good professions. Like yeah. this person left to work security at work, Walmart exactly, in a bad part of town because they needed to make some money. <laughs> they couldn't afford to play women's soccer anymore. So I guess what I'm saying is, if you see any National Women's Soccer League players, give them more than the con. Donate exactly. some money. Yeah, get exactly. your checkbook out. Tell Brent that maybe he just he can he can wait for the next time. But I wonder whether Brent or Cassie is making more money this year. Boy, that's a good question. That's a good question. I I, I don't want to say. Anyway, that's all I have to say about MLS salaries. But okay. and I want to close by saying Vadim Demidov sucks. <laughs> Mr. Bond. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Bond. Uh, what else you got, Stu? Uh, how's Byron Buxton doing? How's Byron Buxton doing? Um, okay, first of all, asshole. Um, his last two games have been productive. He had an RBI last night. Two walks. His first one of the season. Two walks. Um, the night before that, he had two consecutive good at-bats. He's turning around. Um, it's happening. It's I'm, happening. I'm, Here it comes. I'm stealing that from Phil Mackey. So, um, I, I, I think uh, maybe you might be seeing the signs. If you're an optimist, which you're, not, which you're not. You know, I, I am simultaneously the most optimistic and least optimistic person on the podcast. Exactly. Um, he's definitely the last two. I mean, obviously, they've won the last two games, and uh, he's made a couple other great plays in the field because that that's, again, Phil Hughes won another game. and Phil Hughes is, has like a 6 ERA. Hit, but, I mean, you know, he did... They he only gave up two runs and six right. innings and right. again, defense, I mean Sano has been playing out of his mind defensively. I love Sano, which oh, I love him. It's impossible not to love Sano. That home run he hit last night has not landed yet. <laughs> He's a strong man. He's a very strong. He's man. He's a very strong man. If he had been born in like Chillicothe, Ohio, they call him country strong. But, <laughs> but that's not the cliche we use for Miguel. We should Sano. call him country strong. I think we should. Let's Just, call him big country. Miguel, <laughs> big country Sano. Going to piss off a bunch of guys in MAGA hats. Um, <laughs> But yeah, um, Sano. I mean, I'm sorry. Um, Buxton has looked better, right? And I saw he was up to even for wins above replacement. Exactly. Year. He's a, he's a replacement I wanna, player. I think his average is up to 133 now. <laughs> I did. I looked at the Twins' stats today. Yeah. And I think Buxton had eight hits or something like that for yeah, the year. Just, it's just but he so has bad. two doubles. Yeah. And sweet baby Jesus, Joe Mauer mm-hmm. has three yeah. extra base hits for the yeah, year. Yeah, Mauer. I am. It, it, I'm sad about um, Joe Mauer. I think um, Joe Mauer should be very happy that Byron Buxton exists right now, right? Because um, the uh, radio stations in town um, would be not trolling soccer fans, but would no. be going apoplectic about Joe Mauer. I very badly want Joe Mauer to hit like ten home runs just, in May. Yeah, because it's so badly. Because I mean, I think I. I mean, we're we're. We're probably finally seeing the end of Joe Maurer. I, I don't I, want that to be true, but I think I didn't know how much I felt how how protective I feel of Joe Maurer until so far this year, and now I'm like, you leave him alone. Exactly, he's becoming Ricky, the Ricky Rubio of the Twins exactly. in my mind. Well, well, actually, Rubio had a good year last year, though. Yeah, well, that's can't, true. Still can't shoot, but but I mean, he was no, actually, he, he was fine. He was he, fine. Yeah, he was fine. I mean, he was point guard. So I mean, um, but yeah, it's it's hard to watch. Yeah. I, those, I want, uh, those opposite field things aren't even getting to the warning track now. I just, uh, I, it sucks. Something's got to happen, Stu. It's, and I mean, I want to believe. I mean, there is a criticism that he's not adjusting the shifts, that he's not changing his approach, even though they've shifted. How is he supposed to change his approach? He's had the same approach for twenty-five years, exactly. And it's, it's, 
it sucks. And again, it's just he was unappreciated when he was great. When he was less great, he was crucified. Right. And now that he might actually be bad, no one really cares because they have another I another too. clown to punch. So. <laughs> Punching clowns is Clown the state pun- of Twins punching. fandom. Yeah, so but I mean the last two games have been great. They were terrible on their homestand, just brutal, and then they go to Texas and they are and somehow win two games. Um, playing a very crisp um, defense, uh, good pitching. Last night was great offense. They're ten and ten. They're ten and ten. Gleeman, Aaron Gleeman tweeted this morning that they're ten and ten. Last year on someday in May they were ten and thirty one. They got to their tenth win when they were ten and thirty one. That's that's insane. Would you like to update your number of wins prediction? Um, I, I, I still think I'm I'm sticking with mine. I had seventy four. I'm very comfortable. I'm sticking with seventy four. Um, I'm gonna make sure this gets isolated in the audio. I'm very comfortable with sixty nine wins for. Are the you trends. proud of that? Are you, I'm pretty proud of that. Yes. Okay. Good. Um, yeah. I just. I mean, that that homestand was bad. It was. I mean, that looked it was like depressing. It, it looked like last it, year. It looked exactly like the, it was the 2016 field, depressing. They were just you know stepping on their own dicks in the in the field. They couldn't. It hit. wasn't quite Robbie Grossman in left field no. depressing, but it was pretty depressing. The, the, the argument you could make for that home stand was 13 pitchers. They should have brought up 14. Because right. <laughs> they were just. It was. It was funny that I I was at the forefront of the 13 pitchers is ridiculous crowd, yep. and by the end of that home stand, I was like, you yeah, know, they probably need them. That was that was right. Right call. Buddy Boschers came up, and he pitched so well, they left him in the game and then had to send him back down exactly because they needed another one. <laughs> but um, then, you know, Big Irv comes in. Big Irv, the stopper. Big Irv is, I mean, he's not a number one starter. We know he's not a number one starter. I, I take issue with that. Um, well, okay, we know that it's probably not sustainable. Stu, I'm optimistic now. Oh, God damn it. I got called out for You're being so a pessimist, hard to read, and now John. I'm optimistic. You are so, this, this, this is why this marriage isn't working, John. I can't read you anymore. <laughs> I, um, I don't know what you're going to say. Um, I think, and again, with with um, Santana, the thing is going to be, well, when do you trade him? No, that's a good point. And you absolutely have is to. Is this the last year of his contract? I have no idea, but he's 34. That's true. You have to trade him. If the market is there, You, I mean, you have to. That's what we said about Dozier too, and they didn't and trade they didn't. him. And now who how is what's his face pitching? Do you have any idea, Jose De Leon? Don't even know who he went to. Tampa Bay. He, he was traded to Tampa Bay. Don't know. He was the guy that the I, Dodgers offered him, and yeah, some other guy. Clarence spent his time tweeting about how they needed to get more for Dozier, and then they didn't yeah. trade Dozier. So again, they, is he in the back of fall? He's had too. Maybe. God damn it, Clarence. If anybody, if anyone we know. Is in the back of Derek Falvey's head. It's Clarence. Why is he wasting his time writing speeches for America's greatest senator? I don't I, know. I don't get it. I don't get it. He has so much talent. He could be so much more. I know. I mean, when I talk to him, he says, "Well, I just love Senator Franken and what he stands for," and I, I get that. I respect that. But he spends like, most of our email conversations talking about how Governor Dayton needs his help again. Exactly. <laughs> like he's just like you know, Mark Dayton is a personal friend of mine, and I believe in everything he stands for. But, but yeah, but yeah, I feel like I'm on to bigger things now. Yeah, that's a, and I, re, I, I don't agree with him, but I respect him. You know, um, that's the Clarence Swamptown way. Exactly. You don't agree with him, but, but you, you respect, damn it, you respect him. him. So yeah, that's a, they're a fun team right now. Give us if the next two games are really shitty, we'll change our minds. Yeah, because yeah, now, it's swinging um, wildly back and forth. Yeah, I mean, nobody in the division is any good. No, I mean, well, Cleveland will be good. There's just they I, probably will be good. Yeah, but it, yeah, it's uh, I don't know. Um, 
<sighs> Hector Santiago. I don't. Yeah. That's that's all you need to say. They're Hector ten and Santiago. ten because some of their really bad starting pitching hasn't been as bad as we thought. That's you know that's why they're five. That can last, right? And yeah, that's sustainable for a whole season. Absolutely. Um, but all right. the, and the bullpen's been good too. Yeah. I'm Thank you. They they they've come to take our plates away. They come to take our ganocchi away. We we, <laughs> we first they came for the gnocchi, and I did not speak out. No, exactly. Um, uh, so what else is there? I wanted to ask you this. I was thinking about beer today and about the perfect summer beer, and I'm going to say, yeah. I think the perfect summer beer because in summer you're out boating or you're out you're out being active. Yeah, as Minnesotans, we're trapped in the house. For all the time, eight months, eight months of the year. So in the summer, you go outside, even if it's just like on a lawn chair in the parking lot of your apartment complex, because yeah. you just got to get outside. And I think the perfect beer for all those situations is Mick Golden Light in the crappy <laughs> bottles. God, are you from Martinville? Because it hydrates you. <laughs> you can drink twenty nine Mick Golden yeah. Lights while you're out on a boat, and if the DNR shows up, you can be like, yeah. "Sir, I'm more sober than when I started." <laughs> this has no alcohol in it. Yep. You'll notice if I pour it out, the water gets clearer. <laughs> it's it's almost hygienic. Anyway, that was my pick for the best summer beer, but I'm more interested in yours. Um, let's see. Surly Extra Citra would be my corporate and that's Brandon's pick. pick too. Yeah, it's great. It's a the Citra hop is very it's citrusy. It's a Citra hop. Talk to me about hops. Where do hops come from for American beers? They come from either America or Germany is usually a pretty good... So there are imported hops in American oh, yeah. beers. Where, is it in my mind? Now, we're, we're once again, while we're at Surly, veering into my ignorance of beer. Mm-hmm. In my mind, they're grown in Washington? There are some grown in Washington. Are Oregon. they grown in Minnesota? Some are there grown, Minnesota-grown hops? There are Minnesota-grown hops. They're not that prevalent right now. Why is that? What What makes a good hop in terms of growing? Um, climate. This is the agriculture portion of the podcast, climate everyone. Climate is a really... And Minnesota doesn't have well, that think climate? Of, think of Washington's climate versus Minnesota's climate. Washington is very wet, but much the, milder. Right. And think of, like, German valleys. And right. So Minnesota think, doesn't have that climate. Think of, think of a damper climate. Right. And they're guaranteed it's going to be beer dudes listening to this telling me I got it wrong. But I'm pretty sure. Again, we don't want to hear it. We don't want to hear it, folks. Don't really care. This is making me slightly smarter. And Stu's knowledge is helping me a little bit. So, and extra citra is like that hop is really intensive in that beer, but it's also less strong. It's lower ABV. Do you know off the top of your head what other beers that citra hop is used in? I'm guessing Um, this is one of those things that. True hop geese. Pseudo Sue. Pseudo Sue. The dinosaur beer, which is right. a really good beer. Um, Todd the Axe Man, which is one of ours. It's a it's a combination of citra and mosaic hops. Mosaic hops are also very good. Um, those are the ones that I can think of right off the top of my head, though. Would you quality? I sort of see you as an all-over-the-map kind of beer person. Like some people, I've known people who will basically not drink anything that's not an IPA. Right. Because they they love hops more they than anything. Flavor. They don't like the sweet beer. Yeah. But you are sort of more more a beer generalist. Am I right about that? Yeah. I will drink, you know, I, I and I, I'm almost like seasonal, you know. 
I'm like the wind. I'm like Patrick Swayze. Right. Um, I will drink porters and stouts in the winter, and I'll drink pilsners and IPAs in the summer. That makes perfect sense. It's just, uh, it's just that you feel like you're doing it the right way. That's how my palate is aligned. So, <laughs> I, and I don't know if that's align correct. that palate. Yeah. So, darker and again, it's also like with mixed drinks, like you know, I will I'll be more likely to drink like a like a like a, a brown liquor in the winter and like you know a gin and tonic in the sure. summer. It's just that's brown liquor for the winter, clear liquor for the summer. <laughs> clear that's the American for, way. Clear liquor is for rich women on diets, as Ron Swanson once said. <laughs> but I do like it. I do like gin. So it's a. Uh, I had a. I Jesus, regrettably got into the Moscow Mules on Saturday night. <laughs> Jesus, why was that regrettable? Because uh, I drank way too many. I'm of them. guessing it's because once you have one Moscow Mule, all you, you can't do, help but have seven. Yeah, Moscow it's a mule. ginger beer and that lime. It kind of, It just. It's a. Anybody who's ever had a Moscow Mule knows exactly what you're talking about. It's right just now. really good. And, and vodka does not. I, I'm not a fan of vodka at all. It makes. But you put it in a copper mug that's frozen in, in a copper freezer? mug with some lime. Oh, oh. then I'm all about it. Yep. I'm all about then that vodka happening. life. Uh, Vadim Devidov probably Vadim. agrees that it's. Vadim Devidov loves a Moscow Mule. Exactly. The best Which, part is he's not from Russia. It describes his, well, whatever. It describes his quality of play. So we can it's, call him the Moscow Mule going right. forward. Miguel, big country, Sano, and Vadim, <laughs> Moscow <laughs> Mule. <laughs> there exactly. I think we're, it works this people. Yes. Chris Rippin got fired today. Oh, man. That would be amazing. Now we should talk, do you want to talk about ESPN to wrap it up? I, it's just, it's, I feel like people like to rip on ESPN for a number of probably good reasons. Mm-hmm. But it's sad when people lose their jobs. It sucks. These are real people that have These actual are real families. people who aren't assholes. And even if they aren't assholes, it still sucks to lose your job without necessarily you causing right. you know, that. I mean, it's all, you know, these people weren't laid off for performance. They were laid off because of the bean counters at Disney. Right. and It costs a lot of money to buy the rights. It costs to a lot of money to buy the rights to the NFL. And if you're going to cut corners or cut costs somewhere, well, talent is a... You know, that's where you're going to do it, probably. So it it feels a little bit like the million rounds of newspaper layoffs that had happened because this uh-huh. is not the first round of ESPN layoffs. No, either. The, the big one was on like Grantland and Oberman. Yeah, they lost Grantland, laughed. and I, I think a couple years ago, even before Grantland, mm. they cut a lot of mm. non-on-air talent, like yeah. down to the bone. Yeah, in terms of the support staff. Yeah, and now they're cutting talent. I, there's people that you know and like that are getting cut today. Yeah. Ed Jason Werder Stark has been there forever. Jason Stark, like... And he's good. Jason Stark was everyone who got internet access in 1998's introduction yeah. to Rob Nair baseball the stats. Yeah. yeah, that's about it. Like, if you know yeah. how... If you knew what OPS was yeah. before 2007, you love Jason Stark. Yeah. And it just, I mean... He's been there 17 years. This wasn't mm-hmm. just like, oh, we're going to call the ranks of the people who haven't been there very long. We're going to get rid of like, the ex-athletes who mumble into the microphone. Every, right. You know, they did get rid of Trent Dilford. So there was some of that. Which is, yeah, I mean, I'm still, that's, that one doesn't hit me. I mean, but, I mean it's he's still, an outlier on this. That's, that's <laughs> true. That a, but that, That's addition by subtraction. That's there's a lot of people. So would use. Yeah. It was like. Jay it, McManus is a really good writer for ESPNW. Uh, Sherwood Strauss, they're on their basketball side, he right. got whacked. It's. And it's not going to stop. It's not no, going to stop. This is not the last time ESPN no, will This is not going to be the last time people you know are going to get fired from ESPN for something they didn't do. So I guess because what I'm those, saying those rights is that they paid for and people cutting the cord, that's they got to figure out a way to make that balance sheet work. And 
Well, ultimately, I guess what I'm saying is buy a subscription to the Star Tribune in your local newspaper. Yep, pretty much. Because they, they can't afford to give it away for free. you got to no. help. If you like it, pay for it. Yep. And, yeah, you're paying for ESPN, and they still can't keep their guys. Right. So I, I, I'm i feeling guilty right now because I canceled cable and no longer have ESPN. Well. So what I guess is what I guess happened here is that I got Jason Stark you fired. You got Jason Stark fired, John. Will, will you apologize to Jason Stark? I won't. I know. We don't apologize for a goddamn thing. I usually do. I, know, I feel I like do. I'm the apologetic I think Clarence has podcast. also gotten in the back of our heads about apologizing to people. Right. Even when we're clearly 100% wrong like he is about Neil Young. <laughs> Almost always we're wrong about things. Yeah. Rice is good, Clarence. Right. I apologize yes. for this. Chipotle is a very good fast casual restaurant concept. But what are you going to do? It just it sucks for the people there. It sucks to get laid off. I don't recommend it to anybody. And uh, I just feel I feel bad for a lot of the people involved, and I feel bad because that's not the it's definitely not the end of this story right. at all. It's and it sucks for yeah. it just sucks. Well, on that depressing note, I don't have anything else. to I say. I don't either. Of course, uh, anything we got coming up here? Uh, United play like, on Saturday. Saturday. <laughs> um, our, ta- our tap room Tuesdays they don't tap exist. Room, our tap we don't have tap room Tuesdays. Um, United uh, play, is it this weekend? No. Yeah. A couple oh, weeks oh, ago. Oh, oh, we, we are not doing a live draft show this year because, again, uh, I, I still... I feel bad. I apologize I, to the... The live draft show last year was enjoyable. I wasn't there because I was on a plane, yep. and I listened to about 15 minutes of it, and then I was so furiously envious of you guys because yeah. you were having a ball. We were at a town hall lanes. It was all people that I people that I like. I wanted to be there. Yeah. I had the opportunity to be there. Instead, I got on a plane and flew to England. I, I It's probably the only episode of The Sportive that I've never listened to because uh, I was I, I, I was just sad. That's where that I, I could not, it. by the end of the night, I could not pronounce Laquan Treadwell's name. <laughs> LeBron I Treadmill. LeBron Treadmill. LeBron so. Treadmill. Those were, we were drinking the Tony Gwynn beer from uh, <laughs> Alesmith in San Diego. So. <laughs> that's, uh, my, that's my favorite sportive name of all time, yeah, LeBron Treadmill. It was not meant to be. That was just, oh, those IPAs are strong. Boy, Tony Gwynn could hit and, and drink beer. Yeah. So, hey, that's okay. good enough for me. Alrighty, uh, see you later. We'll hopefully be back next week with at least one more person. Boy, we're we're into this run of two person podcasts. Yeah, it's not good. We'll try to get a three man next week. Okay, we well, we want Clarence back. We want Brandon back. We miss you guys. Your dad just stepped out for a smoke, but he'll be back. He'll be back. He's coming back. I'm I gonna, know he is. I'm gonna laugh in your face when Daddy's back. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.